You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Action. Uh, action. Action. action uh, Patrick. Uh, marker. Uh, rolling speed. Action. Oh, dream. What's up? Dream what? That's a person. Uh, uh. You think I can do this? You think I can go this whole podcast without a glass of water? Yeah, maybe. I listen. I want to talk about dream, and I want to talk about destiny. Mm, that sounds like some gamer shit. These are two grown men mm. with stri- with stripper names. Yeah, who entertain children. By speaking on live stream for seven hours a day. Pedophiles. So I was hoping to go my entire life without knowing who these people are. Mm. But YouTube wants you to be in the YouTube ecosystem. And they want you to care about their celebrities. Yeah. So these so these two men have been forced down my fucking throat. And Destiny, so far as I can tell, is... Chapo trap house for uh, kids. You know uh, what I mean? Like, just, yeah, exactly. Just some, I, I don't even know. Like, like, Hey, I, I'm a progressive, but I'm like the fun one. You know what I mean? Like that, that type of bullshit, whatever that is. Uh, and, right. And he's got blue hair. And the uh, reason that he's, the reason that he's in the news and, and he's always debating people. And I'm like, what are this, what is this uh, man's credentials to debate? Why would anybody, <laughs> such a bizarre thing. It's like saying like Doug at the dog park is debating this week. Like, uh, uh, okay, but what, you know what I mean? Like, well, well, uh, all right. So, uh, the reason he's in the news, uh, making every facet of news. So left wing lunatic news, uh, right wing lunatic news, and even a smattering of mainstream is mm-hmm. because he was in a very public polyamorous relationship. Or open relationship, whatever. Listen, I'm not going to pretend to care about the stupid arrangements that people do, but it fell apart with his girl leaving him for like a Scandinavian YouTuber who looks like kind of like I don't know, Wish or or a, a discount Ezra Miller sort of, you know, Chalamet in 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 women's clothing or something, whatever. Like a, a very uh, what in my day they used to call feminine or or fay uh, and uh, fruity, it, it, yeah, a little fruity little boy, and uh, she left him. She left destiny for this fella, and people are seeing it as a sign that open relationships can't work. What say you, Eric? I wouldn't do one. You know what? I like relationship. The- no way. I like that you didn't go to they can't work. Uh, you spoke only for yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that the mistake that a lot of these people are making is caring about a stranger's relationship. But but if we're going to go a step past that and just say uh, they're, making a, they're making a mistake by saying it, it cannot work. 
I'm sure that someone somewhere is making an open relationship work just fine. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they're called gays. And they seem to be doing fine with it. So I'm not, I'm not against anything that works for people who I don't have to live with. Right. Uh, But I will say that the more public you are with your, your smug uh, condemnation of traditional relationships the more people are going to revel in the moment that y- your uh, postmodern, uh, you know, YouTube celebrity joke relationship falls apart, right? It, it, so <clears throat> I've fallen into the the dream or the destiny verse. Uh, I still don't know what he does. I know he debates, but. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. Do you, could you, let me frame it like this. If this were old Hollywood, if this was Charlie Sheen and uh, Denise Richards, could you care? Not really. It's like some Perez Hilton shit. But it's like, I mean, I think the thing that that polyamorous people will throw in your face and like maybe they're not wrong to is like, hey, man, half of marriages end in divorce, you know? So it's yeah. like who's to say monogamy works, you know? Uh, I mean, excellent, excellent point. Can, can yeah. human partnership, human partnership meant to work? I don't know. Um, I don't know. You just try to make your own work. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And that, that's the mistake that I think that these people are making in general. But uh have you kept up with the with the dream thing? Do you know who Dream is? No, I know the Velveteen Dream, who was a okay. wrestler with the WWE, who turned out to be a pedo. Okay, the, already cooler than this guy. So the, the Dream, I think, is a Minecraft YouTuber. Yeah, <laughs> and he he has been hit with all these allegations in the last few months. And we're talking dozens and dozens. The problem is that they're obviously fake, right? So he's, so I didn't know that this was a thing, but I could have guessed. If you follow a YouTuber closely and you like them, then when they get in trouble, you accuse them of raping you. And that's how you show that you're a fan. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Is that is, is that accurate what you're telling me? That's a, uh, what I'm telling you is accurate. So yeah. 
I watched a video last night where it it caught it, it screen capped all the people who jumped out the window saying, "Hey, I I don't know." There was one that was really insidious because it had all the sort of trappings of of a. I don't, I just don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, a, you know, being victimized means that I don't have any uh, wherewithal or, or, or uh, capacity to be self-critical. So I'm just asking, is it okay that dream molested me when I was 13? <laughs> now people took this seriously and then he threatened legal action this actually wasn't dream. This was another YouTuber, but the same thing happened to dream three times. Uh, threatens legal action. And the person comes out and says, I'm so sorry. This is two 13 year olds. We were just playing a prank. We actually love your content. Uh, I'm so sorry. I thought it would be funny. That's a rough prank. Holy. But, but here's what's <laughs> crazy. They keep finding more and more of these of just some of them are mentally ill people. And some of them are people that think that they're doing a funny bit. And I, I know this. I've experienced this on some small level because whatever measure of notoriety I have, it comes with this idea that I'm, I'm the guy that you can spar with, that it's fun to get my goat. You, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> and so I have people who are uh, ostensibly uh, uh, fans of mine in whatever capacity who want a, a adversarial relationship with me. Oh yeah. And that's the worst. And, and it's like they're flirting and we see Ugh. it. We see it with uh, guys like Sam Hyde, obviously. And, yeah. and, and people of that nature. And it is a real internet thing. Right. And, and that is what these YouTubers suffer from. There's people that literally said, I'm sorry, I'm your biggest fan. I didn't realize it would go this far. Didn't realize it would go this far. You said he raped you at summer camp when you were a child. You know what I mean? Like what was the joke, right? So uh, Dream has gotten hit with a bunch of grooming allegations, which by the way, is what they hit you with now. Like this is what kids love the grooming. Right. Like they yeah. like if if you're like 23 or under, that's your like that's your go to get this guy out of here. You know what I mean? It, it it doesn't require any type of evidence. So this fella dream addressed it all, which, by the way, Eric. If if your life was publicly being torn apart and you were being accused of grooming, mm. w would you appreciate everybody? going through your high school yearbook, finding old photos of you and posting them online. I think there's only like two photos of me in my yearbook, but no, I wouldn't feel great about that. Because this dream fella uh, used to wear a mask, I guess. And then when his face was revealed, even though he looks completely normal, they said he was the ugliest man who ever lived. Would you look <laughs> him up, please? <laughs> Would you look up dream face reveal, please? I mean, we've gotten that. I think, you know, what's funny is I, I, I mean, certainly people call us ugly all the time. Uh, there's people who there, still think you're black, which I enjoy. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> um, there's also people like, sometimes people see me and they're like, Oh, I thought you were a donkey lipped incel, but, uh, you're actually not, <laughs> you're, you're not a complete troll. Uh, no, this looks like a, a normal young man. 
<laughs> I think complete, completely normal. Completely like normal 23 year old. Yeah. Maybe, maybe good uh, on the good looking end of things. I can't certainly yeah. not an ugly kid. <clears throat> no, uh, he, he has that, like he has like iPhone face, but like, yeah, he, he looks yeah. like a normal person. They said that he was hideous and now they bring up photos of him that <laughs> I, I, however bad you looked in your like, you know, going to see yeah. Warthog, for, going to see Warthog for three days in a row, uh, yeah. is, is sort of era. Mm-hmm. Uh, this kid looked far worse in high school. Really? He was he fat? Yeah, he he was fat with a with a neck beard. Oh, and rough. Yeah, yeah, rough. And uh, he didn't look good. But they they throw it in his face. So imagine. I always bring up that story of the guy who uh, went to jail. Uh, for murder and the the witness was a guy who said he was blowing him and i always think that's so funny to go to to go to court to have a guy either mistake your identity or lie about you because it turned out that this man was innocent and to find out that you're not just being accused of murder you're being accused of blowing a guy in a car right so 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 i always think that's very funny and that's to me, that's kind of what's happening uh, here. They're accusing him of grooming, which is a relatively serious thing. And then they're like, and he's fucking ugly. Which I think is like, takes a little bit away from the the accusation of a respect. You know what? But- I, think, I think being ugly in high school and then looking normal as a 20-something, is that's a success story. I would embrace yeah, I would it. Be like, yeah, I was a fucking troll in high school, man. That's kind. Of, that's kind of why I asked because if people were constantly putting up old photos of you, would you feel bad about it, or would you almost feel good about it? Where you go, eh, I mean, like, come on, man, this could be a lot worse. I mean, I wouldn't feel. I, I wouldn't. I'd get no uh, joy out of people gleefully uh, uh, shitting on my former self, but um, I guess I wouldn't be. I, I mean, yeah, no. I mean, if you look better as you age, that means that just means you're winning. Agreed. You know, uh, like sometimes I think about breaking sobriety and like getting real fat again, just so I can rebound from it. You know, <laughs> like I'll, I'll get, I'll, I'll start drinking again. I'll get real bloated and look like, and everyone will be like, Oh no, Eric fell off hard. And then I'll just, I'll just, I'll, I'll rebound and be like, Whoa, look at that. He's killing it. Is it that, is that easy? Cause it seemed to take you six years. <laughs> so, uh, you know. uh, I feel like so I could do it on? easier now. Well, I don't know. I wonder what would happen if I started drinking again. Would I get addicted? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, obviously. You think? <laughs> but like, here's the thing. I kind of stopped because it was, it stopped being fun. It was just pain after oh, a certain God. point. And this, I was like, this I'm is, not doing this, is dry, this is dry drunk rationalization time now. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's, this is what every alcoholic says, by the way. Now, granted, let's be fair. Mm. It, 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 we do this unfair thing to people. If you, um, like, let's say, uh, guys who get a cheat, guys who get accused of cheating on their wives, they deny it, and people say that's exactly what a cheater would do. But of course, that's also what somebody who didn't do it would do, right? Yeah. So there's no, there's, so there's no way to win. I forget what the actual uh, philosophical premise of that is, but 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 there's an idea that it when when the when the denial. <laughs> when the denial is the acknowledgement, 
there's it's like a you know obviously there's no way to move forward in that so uh th- th- this is what dry drunk motherfuckers always do they're like i hey, listen i stopped drinking because uh you know i didn't like what it was doing for my skin but i i was ne- i never had a problem now of course that's what, what somebody who had a problem would say and it's also what somebody who didn't have a problem <laughs> would say so how are we supposed to judge if eric is in fact a, a problem drinker i mean i'll i'll openly admit to being a problem drinker you know it was self-medicating you know if you're a problem drinker then i'm just going to call you an alcoholic they're not the same thing no they're not the same thing but i think that they need to be treated like the same thing for the purposes of of making your life better i always had a little insecurity calling myself an alcoholic because it's like it's not like I was the guy who like wake up with a bottle on the nightstand and start slugging away and drink an entire mm, bottle of Jack and then like wake up in the street. I just, I, I, that was not me. Uh, I, I never it. had like a rock bottom. I just, I just liked drinking every night and yeah, then I fall I, asleep. I like nothing ever bad, nothing bad ever happened. I would just drink and fall asleep. Uh, hold on. Except for my health deteriorating, but, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to get into somebody else's business, but I might have already said it on the on the podcast. Uh, so, you know, uh, uh, Joey Castillo, right? Uh, who drums in the Bronx, uh, but is uh, notable for his time in Queens of the Stone Age, but went all the way back, right? Like, I like if I went through his uh, his credentials. Uh, uh, he played in Danzig for forever, whatever. He's a superior drummer and also a sweetheart of a man. I don't think I'm putting his business in the street because it didn't seem like a huge deal to him, but he doesn't drink. And when somebody's been in that world for so long, you kind of assume that they're not drinking because they had some sort of problem or something. Yeah. He's such a good drummer. He stopped drinking because it was slowing him down. That rocks. That's it. It just, he didn't feel like he was as good a drummer as he should be when he was getting loaded. So he hasn't drank in like 20 years because drumming is how he makes his living. How awesome. How, you know, how practical an approach to a thing that a lot of people don't manage to be practical about at all. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. That's, I mean, good for him. I mean, I mean, if anyone was being honest, drinking doesn't improve anything. We don't have to get on our fucking sober fucking, uh, we don't have to, sober we don't cast. have to do that. Yeah. We don't have to be the sober cast or the, uh, or the scruff McGruff cast, but like, I don't know if people out here that listen to the show that, uh, uh, drink casually or heavily or anywhere in between, it's like, you know, you'd be, even if you're a, like a one a night guy or like, maybe you just get a little loose on the weekends, you know, like everything would be better if you just stopped like completely <laughs> everything. Well, like, here's the, here's the one thing that would not be better. Maybe your social I th- life. Right. I think that there is an undeniable utility to alcohol in your mid twenties, early twenties, yeah. mid twenties. And that is the social aspect. And uh, for a lot of guys, 
it's it's where they meet sexual partners for a lot yeah, of women. No, I, I'm talking about 30, 30 something married guy. Like just, oh, just yeah, get rid of that shit. Yeah, look, come on, man. What the, 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 you need the empty calories? Have a no. cookie. Have a cookie. Come on, cookie will bring you a lot of joy, man. I see. You know what the thing is? My my compulsive behavior. I've just replaced alcohol with like sweet treats and like like being addicted to exercise, which is like, you know, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. I'm I'm not gonna say who, but somebody pointed out that my body's a cylinder. And, <laughs> and it's put a it's put a battery in my back because I was just on vacation eating terrible. And yeah. the fact that I the fact that it has been uh revealed to me that I have the 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 shape of a sausage casing uh, <laughs> has has really put a fire under me. I, I uh I'm I'm gonna look good uh two months from now because it's it's all salads and, and chest exercises from me. There you go. Yeah, I get I it's cuz I'm in New York. Uh it's it's cold out and I like I get itchy if I don't like expend calories. Like I can't. Mm. I don't know how people live like this. Um it's it, it, yeah, no. It, it's but like that's just it's, it's compulsive behavior, right? It's either it's like every day I'm like pacing around my room cuz I'm like I need I mean and maybe that's not a bad thing, you know, but it is this sort of like I can't sit still. And I used to drown that with alcohol and now i do it with just fucking either i went to the me and joe boots went to the gym today um it, i don't know i mean whatever i mean you know at, at, at a certain point like did you did you happen to, have you consumed any uh steve-o media recently he's on like a tour for his uh he has like a new special out yeah so i i keep seeing the thumbnails that's like steve-o's a square now Right. Well, he's and he's wild because he's like he went to rehab for like sex addiction. The guy does he doesn't he doesn't jack it. He just like the only sexual anything he has is with his wife. Uh, mm -hmm. He's off of like he doesn't caffeine like he's like practically like a monk at this point where he's like he's like he's like like rehab is his new drug where he just he doesn't have, you know, my philosophy is like, OK, like. Yeah, you got to get the alcohol out of here, but like, you know, I just replace these compulsions with something like at least slightly more healthy, like hiking or or cookies or something. But like, I'm not I'm not gonna go to cookie rehab. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm fine with like being a cookie guy. You know, I'm fine with being the you know walk twenty thousand steps every day guy. You know, so yeah, it's but like, you you also weren't hammering like twenty nitrous uh, canisters a day. You know, like he he. Uh, had an extreme lifestyle and you have to fill that with another extreme thing. This is how addict brain typically works, right? Like you had a, a mild problem. So you have a, a mild uh, response to that problem. He had a serious problem. And so he's, his response is this uh, serious rubber band into like very rigid sobriety. You know, he, he uh, like James Taylor, uh, the, the relatively shitty musician. Uh, are you familiar with his life where he was hopelessly addicted to cocaine? And then when he got off of it, he, uh, was hopelessly addicted to exercise, like rowing. So he'll just, he, he has to like row across the lake every day or he, or he like, uh, you know, like, like takes a private jet to Bolivia and just fucking does cocaine for six weeks. I mean, 
It's always interesting to me when these like old, like I know uh, uh, James Taylor is more of a folk folky guy, but like when these, when the like or like Eric Clapton talks about his like rock and roll or, or his uh, his his cocaine addiction, it's like it did not show up in your music, man. Shit puts me to sleep. Yeah, it's a fact. <laughs> like, how are you out uh, here fucking railing lines and then writing like the chillest music of all time? I well, uh, Eric Clapton. We only know him as chill because he like we're younger, so we only know him from his like low T era. But he he had a you know like I'm the white blues god, suck my dick era, and uh, you know also famously uh, liberal with the, his use of the N word. You know, yeah, he had uh, his like uh, his like uh, Britain for the British uh, moment moment i don't know it might be might, he might be still beyond that tip i don't know might be a lifestyle uh you know i don't know it, it, what do you do you think you're capable of forgiveness uh you know i was thinking about it i was i was actually thinking about this uh you'd have to do something pretty like well I yeah I I would say largely I'm I'm capable of of forgiveness but I was thinking about how like people who have done things for me personally if like later on in life they don't really fuck with me anymore I don't care it's like if you did, like if you did something to help me in any way and it was like like and I am genuinely grateful to you and then like a month later you're like fuck this guy I you know I can't be I can't be mad at you. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I yeah, I'm magnanimous. It's it's uh, not to get heavy, but yeah, that's part of a journey. Is uh, every little thing that somebody did for me, uh, it, you know, even if they did it with expectations, or they did it, uh, and now they wish they didn't do it. Uh, yeah, still great, still still grateful for you. Yeah, like I there there's there's a couple people lately that I'm like 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 I came back to New York to kind of see uh some old colleagues and stuff and you know time moves on the the world changes and uh those connections are not as as strong as they once were and that's fine that i'm not i ain't mad at you like go, Listen, go do your thing i can't take you seriously why because because you are that dude that gets so in your feelings if somebody is you, like you, you you'll be down and i'll say what's going on eric what's, what's going on man you know, come on, fellow. And, 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 and you'll say, yeah, actually I'm, I'm accused often of not taking an interest in my friend's lives in any, in any real way. <laughs> but, but I'll say, I'll say, uh, come on, Eric, what's, what's got you down. Yeah. And, and you'll say, so-and-so we'll say, Todd, uh, Todd walked right by me and I'll, yeah. and I'll say, no, I'm not I'm, like that no more. Okay. Yeah. Cause I always felt. Listen, that was the dry guy, drunk. That was dry drunk behavior. That was uh, me, that is that is dry drunk behavior. That, that was that, that is bitter, egotistically putting myself at the center of someone else's world. That mm. was like that was even though I felt low about myself. That was pure narcissism. I don't. Mm. I have learned and over and move. Listen, maybe like I still feel that impulse sometimes, but the twelve steps, man. They they give you the okay. keys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> or the, uh, what was the, other, what was the other thing that Evan told me about the, uh, 
like the four principles or something like that, like the law, uh, the law of Bushido. I forget what it was, but it yeah, was yeah, yeah. Yeah. Marcus you, Aurelius. You got, you got to walk the path of Mufundo if you're going to be uh, uh, yeah. sober. Meditations. Uh, yeah. So, no, but no, but I was like that for sure. I was like, I was absolutely like, damn, bro. Cool. I thought he was my boy. Totally cool guide me. And like, yeah. and then I, I no, I had kind of an epiphany where I was like, damn, like, I can think of other instances in my life where I felt this way, and I was probably wrong. But like, something in this like internalized weirdness like convinced me that I was that I was you know being someone was fronting when no one was fronting. It's but it's like this like sort of like it's this thing where you want to like put yourself at the center of things and it's like yo everybody's got their own life man you got to chill out you got to chill out uh, yeah. I, and I say this as a guy who has to walk through crowds all the time it's entirely possible that I've walked by many people that I that I really care about but I just I I I had some place to be and I did not notice you know what I mean so yeah. so I I have a paranoia about cool guy and people because that's never my intention. No, of uh, I felt bad. I felt bad. I was in a real rush and somebody grabbed me outside of a show and, and wanted to talk. And you know, the scene from probably the first three, uh, uh vacation movies with, with yeah. Chevy chase where, where one of the funniest moments of all of those films is when he hits mania. Uh, yeah. it's very entertaining, but that's, that's how I felt like I was talking to this dude because he wanted to talk to me about something, you know, it's a place that I don't play very often. So it's an opportunity to speak to somebody about something that they like or whatever. And, and, and I'm just looking at him like, yeah, brother. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm walking <laughs> away and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Oh, I, f- I feel like such a turd, but that's, uh, sometimes you are in a legitimate rush. Something yeah. is on fire somewhere. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I, I get it, but it's like, you know, I've, I, this, this year, honestly, like, even though I'm fucking like 47 now, like mm. this year of being unemployed and like kind of really getting like, kind of, kind of getting like salty sometimes. Like it's re- like, and I, I bet you can, you can attest to this, but it's like, how rough of a feeling is it when you're just like, either you're stuck or you're just steady losing and you're watching other people win. And you're just like, and you're just like this little fucking, you feel this little goblin inside of you. But I I, I, I think I've, I think I've tamed him. I'm not exaggerating. I I've, I've melted, I've melted through furniture. (laughs) Just sitting there hating, you know, (laughs) just, just boiling over. Uh, it, Mm. it, it, uh, yeah, I, I I have a hundred percent, a hundred percent been there. Uh, but yeah, I try not to. I think it's a, it's a really pathetic state of being. Oh, you know it's I mean? awful! It's, it's so awful. Because you're not going to get anything. No, well, it's like this awful combination of like feeling sorry for yourself, but also feeling like self-important. You know, yeah, that's it. That's it, it. It's like. <laughs> Oh, I'm a piece of shit, but why doesn't anyone like me? It's, it's what a demon that's like, that's where you, that's when you need to go to an exorcist and get them to like, remove that out of you. Yeah. That's the, uh, what we call incel mindset. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's Payman, the demon that that lives and that sits on your soul like a fucking sleep paralysis monster. You gotta you, you gotta get rid of that bastard. Uh, all right, I like this this like self help uh, AA meeting that this episode has become. Uh, Same. <laughs> is it more? It's more entertaining. Yo, so the the Colorado kicked Trump off the ballot, right? Mm. Uh, really can't imagine a more pathetic demonstration of of establishment demery. Uh, you know I mean? <laughs> like just so pathetic. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I've come to realize now that it that it, it it's people that think like uh like. Believing that the courts uh, are somehow going to prevent Trump from running in 2024 because of January 6th is now it's officially the the blue version, the Dem version of like, you know, uh, uh, the 2020 election will be overturned once they discover that Trump was the rightful winner and Biden will go to jail. You're now that guy. You're that guy. Yep. That, that people uh, that that person that you look down at, you are him. Yep. <laughs> and it's like, yes, this one, th- this one is going to the Supreme Court, but Jesus Christ, like, read about it at all, and you go, oh yeah, this is, this is complete horseshit. Complete horseshit. Uh, a one of these, uh, uh, you know, Southern District. Uh, type of rulings where it's like we got him, and it's like you, you don't, you don't got him. It, it's got it's him. so it's so strange that you think you got him. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, you're never gonna get him. He's not gettable. It's and it's not like gettable. Get, it, and it's you know what the best thing to if you don't want this guy to fucking win, don't vote for you, him. Well, I mean, obviously, but also. Tell your man Joe to get out of there. He's the biggest detriment. He's he's honestly probably got weeks to make a real decision about oh, that. Oh, how about this? Wait, and he's he's not making the decision that. But I mean, it's tough, right? Like, who are you going to run against him, Gavin Newsom? <laughs> a profoundly unlikable scumbag. You know, people said that Newsom uh, uh, decimated DeSantis in that debate they had, which is like in- insane to me. But I mean, I didn't. I respect myself slightly, so I didn't watch any of it. Um, yeah. What do you think about not just the Washington Post? I think many. So I guess these some of these mainstream newspapers had uh, at the top of the page they had a section like they have you know like a, it's like a newspaper right? You got politics, opinions. I don't know, fucking style, uh, whatever, uh, tech news, sports. Um, the, they had one specifically for the war in Ukraine and, uh, a lot of these places got rid of it. What do you think about that? Wait, say that again. So they had on these, on these, uh, like the, the LA times, New York times, the, the Washington post was the main one. I think other ones have gotten rid of it. They had a specific section on their homepage of the website for updates on the war in Ukraine. And they removed, they removed that section. Uh, yeah, what does I mean, that mean? It, well, they probably removed the BLM section too. It, it, it's it's, uh, it's just like it's over. It, it's it, listen. I think let's not say that journalists are the enemy of the American people, you know. But let's um, let's be frank about the fact that 
it is a, by necessity a very cynical job. And yeah, the the idea that you, I mean, I forget who that was that I was reading. He said, "Yeah, I used to do, uh, I used to do the the terrorism beat, but then they they put me on gay beat because terrorism wasn't selling newspapers anymore." And that guy didn't he he didn't say that in any type of, and that seems crazy, sort of way. He he said it in a matter of fact. That's just how this business goes, sort of way. That's that's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that thing you told me was the most important topic ever is now not important because it's not selling your newspaper. Should have seen that coming. <laughs> like, sh- should have been an adult about this and seen that coming. But apparently some of us are still stupid. But uh, yeah, I mean, look, there's going to be new shit. And uh, certainly... Certainly, uh, uh, Ukraine is not enjoying uh, the Israel thing. <laughs> you know, this is yeah, I'm stealing no, the thunder, stealing the thunder, man. Certain people probably very grateful that for Israel stealing the thunder, mm. but uh, other people, such as Ukraine, not really that happy about it. Meanwhile, uh, three quarters of a million uh, Yemenis have died. Uh, oh boy, <laughs> and. And nobody seems to give a goddamn. <laughs> so, uh, people pick and choose their shit, you know. People love to pick and choose. Wait, how do you spell Yemen? Y e m a n. A no, no, no e n. Sorry, e n. Why? You want to know how little? Why uh, y e m e n? No a. You know how how little people uh, regard Yemen is. I typed it into Google, and uh, I hit the the little news the news thing. Now, now, granted, I misspelled it, but yeah, uh, well, first I, I helped in that. Yeah, first article is about Dan Yemen, <laughs> not really? the country Yemen. Yeah, uh, didn't even bother to to correct my spelling. Let's see what we got on the Houthis. The Houthis are out there. We got all, I, I'll we be got honest. All, we, I don't know who the Houthis are. I know the Hutu, the Tutsis, right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's Darfur, I think. Uh, the Hutus and the Tutsis are uh, Rwanda, right? Rwanda. No, that isn't that Darfur? Right. Rwanda. Rwandan genocide. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, so the, those uh, are the Hutus. These are the Houthis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're driving their Hoopties. Hold on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what goes on in Yemen. Okay. So let's go through it. Uh, the civil war has gone on from 2014 to the current day. Uh, 10 years. Holy fuck. 10 years of civil war. Let's see how many. weeks. Yeah. So it's nine months and nine years, three months and five days going strong. Uh, it does spill over into Israel. According to this. Uh, so, Here's your belligerence. Uh, Supreme Political Council, always, oh yeah, that's that's the Houthi, uh, the Houthi movement, uh, and then you've got the Republic of Yemen, that's the one that uh, the rest of the world recognizes and the U.S. backs, and then you've got Al Qaeda, 
Ooh, I who don't that. have a ton of friends. The Islamic State is their Al-Qaeda. own friend. That's like yeah. Al-Qaeda is like they used to be the top heel and now they're like working the indie circuit. That's that's exactly right. <laughs> okay, so so pardon me. There's um uh 377,000 people have been killed. In the uh, 10 years in their civil war? Yeah. Uh, and 85,000 of those are dead children from <laughs> starvation. Bad. There's That's 4 million pl- people, 4 million refugees. 4 million refugees. Hold on, everybody. Let's see. That's the let's entire population of Los Angeles. I, I was going to say, let's, I mean, who, who do live like refugees? So That's it's true. not a good comparison, but um, state. What's what is the population of Montana? Um, uh, let's see. Okay, that's four times as many people as live in Montana are yeah. currently refugees. <laughs> it's currently without homes. Everybody, uh, what number did I say? Eighty-five thousand children died of starvation. What goes on in uh, it, Libya? Nothing good. It's like a slave state now, huh? So did did Hillary is are the right wingers right or did Hillary Hillary wreck the shit out of Libya? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know if that's hundred percent accurate because I don't know, I don't know what the policy was prior to her. Probably not good. Um, well, you had you had on. Gaddafi, right? They got they got rid of his ass. It's like, I want to know. I think it's kind of like, uh, you know, Saddam, bad guy. He got rid of Saddam. Yeah. Did you know they won't let me? They won't let me go by the name Saddam in in Call of Duty Online. That's your favorite username. I know. I had I had to go with Sad Ham instead. Sad Ham. I'm. I. But I'm gonna get back on it, and I'm gonna try for. I'm gonna try for other world leaders that are problematic, and see if I can get a little little headway there. Whole pot. We already we did that Assad, episode. Assad. Yeah. Remember when we did that episode where we, t- we talked about countries we could be extradited to? Yeah. That was fun. Let's well, let's see. I think I think we I think we agreed Equatorial Guinea was the best case scenario. Yeah, because you can live as a full time criminal there. And you got the coast, you're on the coast. Yeah, it's lovely. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty good. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I just I'm want to go through place. this. A little, yeah. yeah, I just want to go through this a little bit. Uh, I'm looking for. All right, hold on. Yeah, Yemen. Hold on. I'm in the in the I'm in this Wikipedia for Yemeni civil war. I'm going to do a browser search for. Does anyone give a fuck? <laughs> oh, zero out of zero hits for anybody giving a fuck. <laughs> because uh, the people that would tell you that uh, Palestine is an open air prison, Gaza is an open air prison, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but, uh, listen, uh, it was just leveled, and that's not good. Uh, but is your concern exclusively for Palestinian people, or is it for? Uh, Arabs of any stripe, or is it for y- human beings broadly? Because 
these people are straight getting ignored in Yemen. <laughs> like these people well, are not getting, they're not getting the shine, bro. They're not. I mean, I guess it's the, uh, I guess, you know, it's the, it's the notion that we don't have to do an Israel Palestine. It's just that the, the Israelis are, you know, they they've, they're always, they're, they're, it's like, they're always just encroaching in on their shit. It's like they're, you know, th- people claim that before October 7th that everything was chill, but it's like, nah, yo, like you gave them these little strips of land and you keep building the settlements there. It's like, yo, like, I think whatever, I, as far as I'm not, I'm not super fucking educated on the thing, but it seems like probably the long goal of the whole time is to just eventually uh, completely subjugate the Palestinians. And that's where we've arrived now. Uh, you know, look, have we been avoiding this? I don't know. How much have we talked about this? We've talked about it a decent bit. Because at this point it's becoming Ukraine where people don't want to talk about it. It was like everything that everybody wanted to talk about for a minute. And now it's receded to just the lunatics on either side and, and normal people have kind of, I mean, I don't even know if normal people know what's going on anymore. Like, is there a ceasefire? Is there not? Is it, I don't even know if if people are keeping up in the way that they were a month ago. No, but I, I'm struggling with this one because what I keep coming back to is this principle that I don't know if it's fair to ask people to live in a way that I could not. This is what I think about all the time when it, and and it informs my opinion on, on illegal immigration in the United States. I, I don't know if it's good that to have, uh, millions of like what the three quarters of a million illegal immigrants pouring across the border. I don't know if that's good. But I also don't feel I'm in a position to judge because I I couldn't tolerate being broke as a matter of uh, birth. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. I couldn't I couldn't ask somebody to be broke because they were born on the side on one side of an imaginary line. Yeah. So so uh, that informs my my whole principle on immigration doesn't mean that it is um at all practical right. just that it, it just that it is uh, kind of a guiding thing that i have to remember uh with the with the israelis i find it very difficult to tell them that hey you've you've got to uh just kind of eat it because you're the bigger entity you, you you've got to uh, take mortar rounds and and uh, run for cover <laughs> a few times a month. Uh, that's that's just your plight in this world. Um, and when somebody says that they're going to come over the border and kill you, you, you you've got to you just got to be at peace with that. Mm. I, I I it's very difficult to look somebody in the eye and tell them that. You know what I mean? So so. As much as I've been against Israel since before this conflict started, 
I, I don't know how to look at somebody and say, yeah, that guy that said, LOL, I, I, uh, I raped your family and LOL, I'm going to do it again. I, I, you know what I mean? Can we, like, it would just be great if we could be practical about the fact that that is uh, very rough. That is, <laughs> that is not something that normal people can live under. It doesn't mean that the solution is to bomb Gazans uh, in, in, into uh, pudding, but, yeah. it, but it does – like what are you supposed to – like let's just be practical adults and say, well, I can't ask the Gazans to live how they've lived up to this point. And I also can't ask Israelis to take it on the chin. So what's the solution? What do you, what do you got, Eric? Do you have a solution? <laughs> yeah, look, <laughs> I got the solution, right? A very simple solution that'll please all sides. Basically what you do is, and then we lose signal or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, signal loss. The, the Clintons uh, cut, cut the feed. <laughs> Uh, hold on one, hold on one second. Entertain people, uh, while I, uh, tell my family something. And if you, uh, uh, prep this, I would like to talk about Claudine Gay. Claudine Gay. Is that, that's, uh, not yet. Oh, we're going to go into that whole shit. All right. I was going to, I was going to pivot us to, uh, Epstein. We got another, apparently another Epstein drop is coming out, which I don't know what to make of it. I mean, so this is the year 2023. Let me look at the calendar here. We got this episode we're recording on a Thursday. We're a little late this week. We're going to put it out probably tomorrow. So we'll have one more before the end of the year. Uh, and that one is going to be our, our remember episode. That's going to be our year end roundup. We'll give out our, what we do every year. We give out the cringy, the, who, who the, it's the cringies. Uh, we're going to give a award for most cringe for the year. Um, but the Epstein shit, I mean, they're saying that's going to come out, I guess in the next, in, I guess pretty soon, but I think, I think in 2020, maybe after the holidays. So maybe we'll, if it doesn't come out until then, or maybe we can absorb it into the, into our year end review. But, uh, if it doesn't, you know, we're going to, we're going to jump into 2024 with, uh, Epstein shit. And apparently there's like 170 names or 150 that are going to be that are were his clients of some sort. Um, and I'm wondering if it's going to be completely and totally underwhelming. Right. That's just, just like it's just going to be Kevin Hart over and over again. <laughs> I, I just wonder if it's like it's going to just be people that we don't who are maybe high power individuals, you know, at like J.P. Morgan that like, but they're like by no means a you know a public facing person or policymaker. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, this is the the CFO of of uh, yeah, you know now Cantor Fitzgerald's gone. Uh, uh, I don't I'll know. I'll tell you who it's going to be. Scotia Bank. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you who it's going to be. It's going to be Gary Samore. Uh, exactly. That's the weapons of mass destruction czar from 2009 to 2013. He served as pre President Barack Obama's White House coordinator for arms control and weapons of mass destruction. Uh, Gary Samore is uh, he went to Brandeis University. He is uh, he was formerly served as the executive director for research of Belfer uh, Center for Science and International Affairs at the JF at the John F. Kennedy School of Government at Harvard University. Mm. Uh, this is the sort of guy 
that is going to end up on the list. I'm, I mentioned him because he went to my high school, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I went, uh, here, here's the stars from my high school. Uh, some, uh, somebody who died in, in Fallujah, I guess, um, Megan Kelly, uh, went to my high school. Um, and, uh, James Charles, the, the like YouTube, like makeup guy. Yep. Huh, uh, also, also always being accused of grooming because that's what these kids do yeah. to each other. That's um, Eva Marie Saint. That's crazy. What? Why does my school not celebrate that? That's crazy. She was uh, she was on the waterfront. You know what I mean? Like she's you think, a, so you think she's gonna be on the Epstein list? I think that it's gonna be people like that weapons of mass destructions are who are uh essentially powerful bureaucrats who you and I who are not exciting. Right. They're gonna redact all they're gonna redact all the exciting names. Well, apparently there's only so what what I've read is there's only three names that are being uh kept a secret, and that is because the judge determined them as like like completely ancillary. Like they were there, but they had nothing to do with anything that Epstein was doing. So they're protecting mm. their identity for their own reputation, which it's pretty nice of the judge. I mean, I does that happen often? That's that's pretty nice of him. Well, I feel like people in this country love guilty by association. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they really you know, do. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, is, is this information that should be public? I think a lot of information should be public. So I kind of just say, yeah, right. Uh, but it would be really rough on you if you weren't molesting teens and then got thrown into this. <laughs> like, that would be very bad. So this is the thing I was talking about. This is Joe boots earlier. This is when you have the dots, but you don't have the connecting of the dots. Mm. This is how things like Pizzagate get born because people will connect the dots themselves with poor information or wrong information or, uh, or, or just complete head cannon. Uh, this is how things like that happen. You, the Epstein stuff is grounded in reality, but we don't like what was going on because I am, as we discussed earlier, I'm magnanimous enough to willing to believe Bill Gates. If he says, yeah, look, he was just a guy who uh, offered us some money. I didn't know about anything he was doing, but he hasn't said, that. why don't you say like, you just like, they keep their mouths shut in this way that makes them look guilty as sin. Yeah. I, I, I think that, uh, okay, so you don't a, owe anyone an explanation, but like I well, would maybe want to explain myself if there was nothing going on. Okay, so there's this phenomenon that uh, a lot of these conspiracy types lean on, which is they're getting off on, right? That that, that that's their answer to. But why would they? Why would they? give us hints why would they be public about certain things the conspiracy minded people always say uh, they revel in this they're getting off on on uh, being semi public about their nefarious deeds right and have you watched last stop larima yet oh no is, that, which one was that again 
it's a Netflix show. Uh, I think it's only a couple episodes, but it's about it's a documentary about a, an Australian bush town of eleven people where one is murdered, and it's this idea that it's a small, very tight community. Everybody drinks at the same bar every night, but as it turns out, they some of them really fucking hate each other, and I. I don't think it's wrapped or if it has, I've, I've only seen the first episode, but I told my mother to watch it. She, she watched it and she said, it's definitely Fran and, and, uh, and Terry or whatever. And I said, what makes you think Fran? She's openly saying she hated the man who was murdered. Doesn't it seem like she would avoid that type of discourse if she was the guilty party? No, my mother's answer was, I think she's enjoying knowing that she did it and knowing that it can't be proven and she's just rolling around in it. <clears throat> now, I don't know. Is that, is, is there a sickness of that type out there? Is there a serial killer return to the scene of the crime sort of vibe to, to, to these people? May, 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 maybe I would think some of these people have too much to lose for something like that. So would I, but, but that's <laughs> always the answer that you get. Maybe is, they have so much they can't lose. May, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm thinking out loud here. Uh, I, you know, I, I, in order for the sake of my own sanity, I have to believe that the simplest explanation is probably the correct one. Um, and I guess the simplest explanation with this stuff is just simply, Hey, I, my lawyer's telling me to shut up. So that's what I'm doing. Mm. And, and, and in re like, and, and also it's just like, this is another thing with like a lot, like the Pizzagate stuff is like, some of this shit is so crazy that it just can't, like, it can't be true. You know what I mean? Like I, I would believe a, a nine 11 conspiracy sooner than the, the, like the Pizzagate shit is wild. <laughs> it's like, and it's like, what do you, you think Hillary Clinton, like a menopausal 70 year old woman is like raping children. What are you talking about? Yeah. I, I don't really understand her. I guess that's why they have to build in the whole, like, uh, you know, lady Bathory sort of, uh, adrenochrome, uh, the aspect of the whole thing. Right. Because, yeah, because it's not very, I mean, I'm speaking as a guy who's, who's getting older. Uh, you're, you're, your T is down. I don't believe that Hillary Clinton is, uh, you know, even if children were her interest, I don't think she's, uh, motivated. <laughs> you know what I mean? so, so I guess what I'm saying is, uh, it, it, it is, uh, we've got, we, we have to generate motivations for these people. And for a lot of them, it's, it used to be, uh, a pact with with the devil that or a pact yeah. with a secret society that you have to skull and uh, bones, right? <laughs> that type of thing. Now uh, I don't know. Um, uh, now they go with adrenochrome, something like that. I don't know. I guess yeah, that it's like the the blood of a of a child of a traumatized child is the fountain of youth in some way for them. Uh, or something. What if that turned out to be true? <laughs> well, like I said, it would be pretty fucking crazy. Like, 
that would be that would be very nuts. I don't know mm-hmm. that I can uh, like it. Just it just sounds a little too nutty to to be believable for me. But in if I'm gonna extend an olive branch to the to the the nuts out there, you gotta they do have to answer for some of this Epstein shit. Why was he connected to so many high-profile high individuals when he was clearly running some sort of uh, uh, sex trafficking of minors? Why was G- Ghislaine Maxwell involved with these people? There's, there's unanswered questions. This is like, it's concerning. <laughs> there, are a couple, there are a couple unanswered questions now that you mention it. And a you lot of what? desperation to keep it hidden. What the fuck is going on? All right. Listen, I'm going to pivot hard to something. Because right. I'm triggered. You want to go to? Are you going to 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 Harvard? No, I'm going to movies that are made for TikTok. Oh, movie corner. Have you seen the trailer for Love Lies Bleeding? No. It's a movie where Kristen Stewart and I forget who this girl's name is. She's got frizzy hair. She could be half Latin. She could be Italian. I don't know what the hell this girl is, but it sounds like a nineties romance novel. So this one is a, um, semi, semi butch, uh, weightlifting women kill the bad, the, the man who's the, the criminal man who's done them wrong. It, it's a, it's, it's like an a 24 movie aimed at, at, uh, a mil- launching a million memes. I yeah. swear to God, they're just doing TikTok motion pictures now this this is I'm, I'm watching the tic- i'm watching the trailer right now they got the stupid lighting yep the lighting that like every movie has now yep you know uh was that ed harris that is uh it is ed harris yeah i like ed harris yeah okay, i mean all right we got some guns greetings from evergreen podcasts We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. What song is this in the trailer? What is it? This is like Pet Shop Boys or something. Uh, Let's see. Let me go in on my love lies bleeding. But here's the deal. I can't hate this because this is actually a type of movie that I enjoy. This is just a crime revenge sort of thing. Right. And it's, yeah. it's, it looks like it's cheaply using lesbianism, yeah. but maybe not. Right. And, uh, I won't know until I, until I watch it, but from the, having just seen Saltburn, this just looks so much like a, Oh no! So the girl is the girl's name is Katie O'Brien. Katie O'Brien, where where are you from, Katie O'Brien? Why are you she's the most? She's brolic as fuck. But with with the name O'Brien, how do you have such a uh, ambiguous, ambiguous ethnic yeah. look? Yeah, <laughs> she I mean, could be like, anything. 
She's like Irish and Turkish. Oh, that's interesting. She was a cop. Really? Yeah. Huh. She was a cop for seven years in Carmel, Indiana. Oh. Woof. Uh, let's see. Eh, God, ble- right. God bless got some, her. Got some muscle mommies in here. God bless her. I'm not too mad at it. I haven't oh, seen here's Kristen the thing. Stewart in a while. Where's she been? Yeah, you know what? I'm kind of a Kristen Stewart hater, man. What's your What's your beef? Just I I. I you gotta get you gotta get comfortable with these A twenty four movies, man, because this is the future of film. They're not making these big budget bullshits anymore. I mean, th- listen, that's great, and I'm actually supportive of this shit. Like I like yeah. I said, this is the type of movie that I like, I, and yeah. I will see this. I just think that it uses this type of uh, in the same way Saltburn used gay shit as a, 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 a pretext. It it, yeah. it it and then ultimately didn't really deliver on the premise. I'm quite certain that's what's going to happen here where it's, it's window dressing. Oh no, this is um small town boy by um, Bronski beat. Oh my God. That is so fucking on the nose. I hate this now. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. I hate this. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> this is, that's the tackiest, like, cause that's a beautiful song about being gay, right? Yeah. That's, that, that's what it is. And it's a beautiful song about uh, kind of uh, uh, a, a specific time in history where uh, being gay wouldn't get you killed. Being gay was just a completely alienating uh, relationship with the world. And it's a really affecting song if you if you allow it to be. And th- these fucking obvious idiots have to do the most like basic ass thing and everything like – Hey, this movie's got gays in it. You know what we should do? We should bust out the gay song. So fucking tacky. I mean, there's a lot of... I, I thought it was Pet Shop Boys, and that's kind of the same thing. Similar. Similar, yeah. I mean, Pet, Pet Shop Boys is a little bit more subtle. Uh, also incredibly gay, but th- th- this... Bronski uh, uh, Beat is... I mean, everything... And the Communards, the, the guy's... Uh, band before that uh, really some great I mean his voice is awesome I watched a video of, of him the other day it must have been set up in whatever capacity but uh, where somebody was singing Small Town Boy and uh, like a, a busker on the street and he came up and and started singing it uh, <laughs> started harmonizing with him and I thought that that was a very sweet thing because he's just like this short little like He's just he's just a wee a wee gay man, you know, just a wee gay British man who seems very likable. Yeah. I mean, so what? What did you? What, you you're hating on this movie? I'm hating on it now. I just I'm think kinda, doing the obvious. Yeah. I think doing the obvious thing makes you stupid. I'm kind of tired of the the I'm the the lighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tacky. This like this low lighting with the harsh red and the harsh blue and the it's, yeah, it's like all right, come on. We've seen this a gazillion times now. Does tacky. anyone have any kind of like vision that isn't no. affected by the larger? I mean, well, I guess I guess it can't be, but 
everyone just wants to everyone people do people love anything more than being derivative so look i i i reflect on this a lot sorry to get deep everybody but i i uh at this juncture in my life i just want to do a, essentially lloyd kaufman style exploitation right Best. i i that that's what interests me i want to be removed completely from any type of expectations I mean, honestly, the conversation about that movie Civil War broke me because oh. the takes were so fucking middle brow idiocy. You know what I mean? Just like really like, like, that's not how the country would break up. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's it's like, yo, man, Um, that's what makes what's his name? Alex Garland. That's what makes Alex Garland a writer. And you, a person that comments on his writing on Twitter, that's the difference between the two of you. You know what I mean? <laughs> and when it's, yeah, he did this, he did this coalition of, of uh, California and Texas so that he wouldn't have to address the real problems in this country. Oh, you mean make a polemic for, make a polemic for people that uh, are going to agree or disagree. And, and what, what is the point? What is it? What, what, what is the, uh, people just truly want, affirmations yeah yeah no I, I well i mean so i guess in that movie texas and california are some kind of union right yes yeah that's that sounds interesting to me that sounds in, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> M- well, way more way more interesting than well the southern states have a lot culturally in common so they're all going to get together and it's going to be like the real civil war all over again because they voted for trump it's like, yo, that's, that's a, that's a, uh, that's a, a take with no, there's no gifted person behind that take. You know, I mean, there's no, nobody with a vision is behind that take. That movie's probably still going to suck though. Oh, uh, it's sure. But it won't be because of this. No. What, what do you think about uh, Tarantino is really married to this 10 movies thing? Yeah, it's a joke. It's like, come, come on, brother. You're. Let me explain everybody's arc. Uh, you do uh, interesting work, then you do good work. If you're blessed, you do great work. Maybe you take a, a detour into uh, misguided uh, uh, work occasionally, and you level out to a legacy that is uh, built upon uh, how people want to remember you, which is for the 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 films that impacted them. And like, did you know Joel Schumacher did a King. hold on? Wait, okay, so jo- no, no, does he have? I, if he's got a me too, uh, sorry, girls, I'm ignoring it. I, <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> there's these, these folks from like 30 years ago, and I'm like, fucking love that guy, and they're like, what about the crimes? I'm like, oh shit, what happened? I don't give a fuck about anybody's crimes. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't aid or abet. Joel Schumacher and his crimes, you know, what I mean? <laughs> like, get out of here. Okay. So Joel Schumacher did the lost boys, right? It's, it's a, it's pretty much a perfect movie and it has a lot of character and, and it, 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 it's, it's of its time and somehow also timeless. It's, it's really good. Some people would say the same thing about St. Almost fire. Uh, there's a great many fans of flatliners out there. Right, uh, Man, forever baby. falling, falling down. 
is a, a low key classic. Oh, falling down is that's a fun one for 2023. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, I mean, they could remake that, uh, making the lead character Korean, and it would actually win an Oscar. The, you know, I mean, that's it's obvious. Uh, a Time to Kill uh, is tacky to me, but certainly uh, made a real impression on people of a certain age. Uh, Eight Millimeter is not a great film, but a, a very fun one. You're just glossing uh, and, over Batman and Robin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not humoring that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> phone phone booth to my memory is a great thriller. I like phone booth. Uh, and the rest of this looks like dog shit, but <laughs> 2009, he did a, a, a Nazi supernatural horror film that looks like it was, I mean, it, it, it honestly has all the trappings of a shutter original. I was getting, you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> and, Nobody remembers that. Do you know what they are going to remember when Joel Schumacher dies anytime now because he's 80? Oh, no, he's dead. He's dead. He died two years ago. He's died. So, yeah. uh, he, he went to Fashion Institute of Technology. Interesting. Um, so, you, you know what people remember about Joel Schumacher? They remember the I, Batman. I remember and Robin. Batman. Yeah. They Batman remember Batman and, and Rob. Yeah. Uh, now those are bad pictures, but they made an impression on young people. Yeah. The, but the lost boys is just, I mean, you could just, that, that movie will actually last a hundred years. Not everything in life is going to last a hundred years. The lost boys will, I guarantee last a hundred years. So people just sort of fall like that's his legacy. We don't need to talk about blood Creek from 2009. We should though. We don't need to talk about the film where he's got uh, where, where starring Fifty Cent. <laughs> Which one is Fifty Cent? Uh, Twelve or oh, 2011's Trespass, which has straight up the worst depiction of Nicolas Cage on a movie poster I've ever seen. <laughs> Click on that. He, yeah, he looks. Ew. He looks bloated and artificial. And Nicole Kidman looks like a Barbie doll. She does, but she kind of does. Kind of. Okay, listen, I've got to use the toilet. I want you to watch Rebel Moon today. Oh, I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it either, man. It That's looks horrible. Do it. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Snyder. Do, have you, do you know the, the, like, can, the, uh, the conspiracy that they purposely released a worse version of the movie so they could put out a Snyder yes. cut. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's no. not, it's not a conspiracy. I think, I think they've been upfront about it. Oh, how, how fucking lame are Hollywood producers? Uh, the, the, I mean, they got such a pop off of the Snyder cut of the justice league. They, they actually just went back to the, you know, they, they said, let's go back to the well with that one. They love Hollywood producers love nothing more than thinking they can recreate something organic. Yeah. It's disgusting. That's like Listen, their whole job. I don't want to be disgusting, but I'm bubbling. I, all right, everybody, I mean, uh, patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. I'm setting up a new phone number for mess because the old, our old number got expired or whatever. So, God. uh, yeah, I know. So stupid. 
some someone apparently has our number now and people are calling it and he's like, leave me alone. Um sure. <laughs> which is pretty funny. But at patreon.com says worst possible timeline. I'll talk to you later. Do it. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts?